This is the morning brief from the Economic Times, produced in collaboration with Avaaz.com. A shopping cart with purchases of over a billion dollars. That's what the Tata Group has reportedly lined up with impending investments for a majority stake in online grocery retailer Big Basket and e-pharmacy One MG. The acquisitions, once they take place, are supposed to play a key role in the conglomerate's e-commerce ambitions, which include plans for a super app. But the consumer internet space is an intensely competitive one, and the Tatas will have to jostle with the likes of global majors Amazon and Walmart and closer home Reliance. What will the latest investments bring to the table for the Tatas? How does one of India's oldest business houses stack up in the high-stakes e-commerce race? And have they waited too long to ramp up their consumer internet business? That's what we'll be talking about in today's episode. From the Economic Times, I'm Indulekha Arvind and you're listening to The Morning Brief. To dive into these questions, I've invited two people who know the space like the back of their hand. The first is ET senior editor Kala Vijay Raghavan. Morning Kala. Morning Indum. We also have a bit of a role reversal today because my other guest who's also an expert on the Tata group is Arujit Badman, who as you all know is a co-host of the Morning Brief as well. Arujit, I hope being on the other side is as much fun. Of course it is Indum. Thanks for having me. All right, so let's get right to it. Kala, the Tatas are close to sealing two major deals in the space with the acquisition of Big Basket and 1MG. What makes these two businesses attractive to the group? So, Indu, this is the first step that they take to building their super app. Tatas have a very strong brand equity, consumer brand equity. Mm-hmm. But they do not have really very strong presence in the direct presence in the online grocery retailing space. Now, grocery retailing is the most important part of retail because it attracts the heaviest footfall in the business. Now, these acquisitions will help Tata's narrow the gap that they have in the particular space, in the retail grocery space, especially uh, if you compare it with giants such as Reliance, Amazon uh, and the likes. This acquisition, if it happens, uh, it will give them access to consumers in as many cities. Now, the key point for them to gain access to the digital footprint is PIN codes. Now, grocery retail has a heavier footfall in the business, like I said, and this will give them access to that kind of digital footprint that they are looking at. It will give them kind of a dominance in the online grocery space because Big Basket is the uh, one of the key players in that space. Yes. Similarly with Air One MG, so uh, it's the same pharma retail space. These acquisitions will give them that leap into the space where they have no significant presence today. True, and of course, it would be much more difficult to build these online businesses from scratch. No, it would be very tough for Tata's. I mean, they have already lost significant time not building a digital footprint. So this acquisition, the only way for them to get, you know, get that big leap into the space. Uh, In an interview to the FT, uh, Tata Sons and Chandrasekharan had said that, you know, the vision for the super app is to uh, quote him. How do we give a simple online experience connecting all of this and at the same time a beautiful omni-channel experience? So do we know when the super app is likely to launch or any other details about it? 
So in the world, currently, Tata Group has a very fragmented uh, presence, even in the retail businesses. Many of their uh, companies uh, are involved separately in doing their own pieces of retail, own piece of digital footprint. Now they have to get all this together. They have to consolidate this along with the acquisition that happen once it uh, happens in the near future. So Super App is a sounds good. Getting there is the challenge. So I think uh, it will take them a while to do that. I think once the big basket and one MG acquisition happens, and they are able to consolidate the fragmented retail space within their own group, I think that will be the first big leap for the group. I think it will be some months down the line for them to come up with something uh, called a super app. So now, just to take off from that, I mean, the super app model is one that's been uh, very successful in China with. You know Alibaba and Tencent, but not everyone's been able to crack that code. Orijit, could you tell us about you know what underpins the success for a super app, and do the Tatas have what it takes? Indu, first let's uh, understand what is a super app. Yes. Right now, by offering uh, the full suite of digital services in one place, from food, payments, companies. Aim to attract and retain customers, so they do not have to search out competing apps. Super apps have been far more successful in the East compared to the West. Okay. And if you see what underpins is primarily a combination of a messenger service along with payments, uh, because that increases the success possibility of a super app driven by frequency of usage. The most successful super app case is arguably Tencent's WeChat in China. Within two years, it gained a 40% market share in digital payments. It leveraged social media payments to market um, more content and services to widen their user base and engagement. Uh, in Korea, we've had Naver. In Japan, we have in Line. From what you said, it sounds like uh, another important piece that anyone who builds Supraf needs is also uh, payments, right? Yes, payments and messenger services are are ones which would actually be a hook because you know it, it's great to have uh, a Supraf where I can watch a film, I can I can shop online for fashion, clothes, uh, sorry, fashion, grocery, or do a lot of other things play games but then how do i make the transaction how does the company also monetize these customers a payment layer makes life a lot simple kalak i was going to ask you what do you make of the tata's chances of success considering you know reliance and uh, the geo platform has been able to attract billions as investment for their foray so um you know you know two different uh, conglomerates two different cultures now reliance moves as one unified um, organization they are quite an expert in you know execution space tatas on the other hand they have a very good um, brand equity they have a good pedigree you know in the consumer space mm -hmm. uh, what they need to polish on is really their execution so they need to move really fast uh, to get this acquisitions done uh, and i think maybe the uh, you know that's what they are trying to do uh, they need real big investments needed for digital uh, play i think they are taking also a leave from reliance strategy book so two things they would need to 
do to be as competitive or at least get close to reliance they will have to move fast on acquisitions they will have to move fast on um, pumping big investments they'll have to get in the kind of investors that reliance did as of now as of today there is no comparison i think what reliance did is something that has also got them to speed up their strategy so that's very interesting but also if we were to compare you know the uh, homegrown more traditional groups like reliance and tata origit how do they uh, compare with amazon and walmart who you know they have proven global expertise when it comes to e-commerce true um and mind you jio has both google and facebook in the same side yes so they've made those strategic investments so when facebook or a google partners with someone like reliance which is global aspirations sooner or later you do expect that some kind of a synergy will take place now amazon is another big boy in the market and we've already seen how they've you know got into content how they've got into you know this was a bookseller and to start off now but now amazon has its own universe from payments to movies to um you know of course retail mm-hmm. uh, they've got into education now so you don't know what amazon is is it a retail company is it a tech company is it is it, you know what is it really so Indian companies a need amazing amount of R&D which I don't see they have and with R&D comes you have to have really deep pockets now the problem that I see as Kala was saying with Tata's is that since 2017 um Mr Chandrasekharan has been trying to simplify the Tata group structure like as Kala said unlike Reliance which is one entity here you have a disparate group with various businesses they have more than 30 operating companies and he's been trying to create hubs or or you know clusters um he's already done a bit of it in the consumer space but a lot needs to be done these are independent companies with shareholders it is not easy for a structure like tata's to actually bring together mind you very few people realize this but tata's if we combine everything mm-hmm. uh they are the largest retailer in this country i mean kalau uh, can also chip in they're far bigger than even uh, even future group but that nobody talks about it because they're different companies i mean we only think tata and retail is west side and chroma but what about titan i mean it is also retail what about uh, you know the other entities that they have which which also has very significant uh retail presence tata financial service financial service insurance they have quite a, it's all you know the, the the issue is about being fragmented i yes. think they need to kind of come together if they come together it's a huge machine so that's evidently the big challenge before them but kala there was also uh, some talk about walmart being in discussions with the tata group for an investment uh, you know in the super app is that is there still discussions going on around that so so these are uh, you know so unless it happens it hasn't happened but see tatas are exploring i think every possible avenue for partnerships they realize now uh, i think the realization has uh, dawned in a bit late but it has so which is a good thing uh, 2020 post covid i think they have realized the need that was a need that 
I think every corporate in this country realized the digital speed that everyone needs to chase. Uh, Tata's have realized that too. Now, Reliance have an Amazon. Tata's both need a Walmart, you know, that kind of a partnership to give them access to the kind of uh, retail digital presence across um, sectors. So until that happens, it hasn't happened, like I keep saying, but um, if it does, I think it is a is a right thing uh, for Tata's to do. Right now, it's partnerships, partnerships, partnership, digital partnerships through acquisitions, through JVs. Uh, you know, they will need all that to scale up big time and quickly in the digital space and the kind of investors. So, uh, if they are following the Reliance uh, uh, model. Uh, Possibly it will work for them too, because Tata's, uh, I think there, there is no uh, arguing that they have the kind of brand equity, they have the kind of trust, even in the global space. That's the perfect cue for me to ask my last question. And I'd like both of you to weigh in on this. Kala, perhaps you could go first. Do the Tata's plans to ramp up their presence in the consumer internet space come too late? Well, I wouldn't call it too late. They are a bit late, but not too late. I think uh, if they move quickly, uh, even in the next few months, I think uh, with the kind of uh, brand presence that they have, with the kind of uh, trust they have in the space uh, among global players in India globally, I think they can do it. Uh, But if they don't uh, execute this plan quickly in the digital space, then they could be late. Arijit, what do you think? Yeah, it's, 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 it's really a case of now or never because as Kala said, I mean, the big boys are already here. And, uh, you know, just to take off from the last question that you asked Kala about Walmart and Tata's, don't forget Tata's already have a, a strategic retail partner. There is Tesco and Tesco is no small fish. It's a, it's, a, it's a large retailer. It has deep pockets. I personally feel that they could have leveraged that relationship far more. I mean, Tesco obviously has a lot uh, to offer. And uh, there is, you know, they have the partnership in one format, but you already have someone with you who can be a strategic ally, who can bring in technology, who can bring a lot more. And together you can do your or expand your digital journey. That is the key thing, together and collaboration. If, If, you know, I think if all the big uh, entities in the system come together and realize that they need to move uh, really fast in the space together, like Arijit pointed out. Mm-hmm. I think then then Tata's have a case to win. That's true. I agree. And because it is now or never, a pandemic has been a clear disruptor. I mean, I don't think, um, you know, post-COVID also, I mean, we'll only see uh, online uh, shopping or online consumption going up. I mean, at the end of the day, India is considered to be one of the most promising tech markets for everyone, you know, and, and due to the rising incomes of about 1.3 billion population, look at the adoption of smartphones, we have 620 million active internet users. And according to people like Counterpoint, which is a research company, it's expected to grow up to 850 million by, two, by 2022. I mean, where would you get such a market? other than China, which is a closed garden, so literally. Absolutely. So that's a huge price that all these players are obviously vying for. Kala, Orijit, thank you so much for joining me in what's been, for me, a fascinating discussion. Thank you, Indu. Thank you. The Indian internet retail space 
as Aurijit reminds us, is obviously one of the most attractive markets for players, both local and global. And the fact that the Tatars are looking to up their game in the space comes as no surprise. But with the kind of competition that already exists here, with the likes of Amazon and most recently Reliance, the Tatars' digital ambitions are at a make-or-break moment. One thing's for sure, this is one space that's going to see a lot more action in 2021. That brings us to the end of today's episode. You've been listening to The Morning Brief and I'm Indulekha Arvind. Today's episode was edited by Rachita Prasad and Bhavya Dilip Kumar and coordinated by Bhavya. We'd love to hear what you think about our podcast, so do write to us at themorningbrief at timesgroup.com. The Morning Brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Avaaz.com